0: Hello and welcome to Daily Prayer Today for July 4th, Independence
1: Day 2021. So glad that you are with me. Let's go ahead and get started. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. You created the day and the night, O God. You set the sun and the moon in their places. You set the limits of the earth. You made summer and winter. 1 Samuel 14 thirty six through forty five Romans five eleven one or one through eleven Matthew twenty-two one through fourteen listen for God's word to speak to you Psalm 108 My heart is steadfast, O God, my heart is steadfast. I will sing and make melody. Awake my soul. Awake, O harp and lyre, I will awake the dawn. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the peoples, and I will sing praises to you among the nations. For your steadfast love is higher than the heavens, and your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens, and let your glory be over all the earth. Give victory with your right hand and answer me, so that those whom you love may be rescued. God has promised in God's sanctuary. With exaltation I will divide up Shechem and portion out the veil of Sukkoth. Gilead is mine. Manasseh is mine. Ephraim is my helmet. Judah is my scepter. Moab is my washbasin. On Edom I hurl my shoe. Over Philistia I shout in triumph. Who will bring me to the fortified city? Who will lead me to Edom? Have you not rejected us, O God? You do not go out, O God, with our armies. O grant us help against the foe, for human help is worthless. With God we shall do valiantly.
0: It is God who will tread down our foes. Morning Psalm 150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in God's sanctuary. Praise God in God's
1: mighty firmament. Praise God for God's mighty deeds. Praise God according to God's surpassing greatness. Praise God with trumpet sound. Praise God with lute and harp. Praise God with tambourine and dance. Praise God with strings and pipe. Praise God with clanging cymbals. Praise God with
0: loud clashing cymbals. Let everything that breathes praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 1 Samuel chapter 14, verses 36 through 45.
1: We're continuing the battle of Michmash. Then Saul said, Let us go down after the Philistines by night and despoil them into the, until the morning light. Let us not leave one of them. They said, Do whatever seems good to you. But the priest said, Let us draw near to God here. So Saul inquired of God, Shall I go down after the Philistines? Will you give them into the hand of Israel? But he did not answer him that day. But God did not answer him that day. Saul said, Come here, all you leaders of the people, and let us find out how this sin has arisen today. For as the Lord lives who saves Israel, even if it is my son Jonathan, he shall surely die. But there was no one among all the people who answered him. He said to all Israel, You shall be on one side, and I and my son Jonathan will be on the other side. The people said to Saul, Do what seems good to you. Then Saul said, O Lord God of Israel, why have you not answered your servant today? If this guilt is in me or my son Jonathan, O Lord God of Israel, give ur- ur- Urim. But if this guilt is in your people Israel, give thumim." And Jonathan and Saul were indicated by the lot, but the people were cleared. Then Saul said, Cast the lot between me and my son Jonathan, and Jonathan was taken. Then Saul said to Jonathan, Tell me, what have you done? Jonathan told him, I tasted a little honey with the tip of the staff that was in my hand. Here I am, I will die. Saul said, God do so to me and more also. You shall surely die, Jonathan. Then the people said to Saul, Shall Jonathan die, who has accomplished this great victory in Israel? Perish the thought. As the Lord lives, not one hair of his head shall fall to the ground, for he has worked with God today. So the people ransomed Jonathan, and he did not die. Then we have from Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand. And we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. For while we were still weak at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. Indeed, rarely will any one die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person someone might actually dare to die. But God proves his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more surely then, now that we have been justified by His blood, will we be saved through Him from the wrath of God? For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his Son, much more surely, having been reconciled, will we be saved by his life. But more than that, we even boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. And Matthew
0: 22, 1 through 14.
1: and went away, one to his farm, another to his business. While the rest seized his slaves, maltreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his troops, destroying those murderers, and burned their city. Then he said to his slaves, The wedding is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go, therefore, into the main street, and invite everyone you find to the wedding banquet. Those slaves went out into the streets and gathered all whom they found, both good and bad, so that the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing a wedding robe. And he said to him, Friend, how did you get in here without a wedding robe? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, Bind him hand and foot and throw him into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth,
0: for many are called. But few are chosen. The word of the Lord, thanks be to God. So, continuing on in 1 Samuel, so remember uh, Saul made
1: this solemn oath that none of the soldiers should eat anything until he personally had victory over the Philistines that day. Dumb and rash uh, oath that he made, but that's what he did. Jonathan, not knowing about it, tasted a little bit of honey, found out about it later, said that was a dumb thing that my dad did, but then sort of goes on without saying anything. So now we have Saul is ready to go and attack and finish the job and defeat the Philistines. And the priest says, No, 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 wait, hold on. Let's let's check with God, make sure that that we should go forward. Again, the point of this is that if God is not on our side, we will not have victory. A, uh, something that really we actually saw quite strongly there in that psalm, by the way, that, you know, human help is not helpful when we are talking about these big things. It is only God's help. By God's help, we can have victory. Well, they ask the Lord and there's no answer. So they figure that there must be some sort of sin. uh, Saul, again, is brazen. He says, if anyone, even my own son, were to have done something wrong, then we'll kill him. And sets things up and and has the umim and thumim. We've talked about this sort of kind of flipping the coin, uh, a a way of of ancient divination. and he says he puts himself and Jonathan on one side and all the people of Israel on the other side. And the Thummim comes up and it indicates that Saul and Jonathan, either Saul or Jonathan, are guilty. They do it again and Jonathan is guilty. So Saul says, fine, we'll kill him. I said that I was going to kill whoever it was, even if it was my own son. It was my own son, so we're just going to kill him. And the people go, What? Jonathan just won this huge victory against the Philistines. If Jonathan and his armor bearer had not gone and started to attack the the Philistines with their firm reliance and faith of God, then we would still be hiding in cisterns. We'd still be hiding in the caves, wondering if maybe we might possibly get a victory. Now we're. We have had victory against the Philistine army, and we're seeing if we should go completely finish them off or not. So no, don't kill Jonathan. And so the people redeem Jonathan. They pay the price for his sins so that Jonathan will not die because Jonathan is righteous. And by implication, or the the implication here is that Saul is not. Saul is brazen and rash and, and just does what he wants, right? He's very reactionary, whereas Jonathan really understands the way things are supposed to be. Then we have in, um, in Romans, right? Continuing on in Romans as we do in the, on the Sunday readings, Paul talks about this redemption, the redemption we have in Christ, right? That um, we are justified by faith. So, we, like Jonathan, have been saved not because of something that we did, right? Be- because of something that someone did on our behalf. So, we can't boast in our own accomplishments. We boast in Christ. For while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. So, sometimes, occasionally, right, this group comes up. And bears their own soul, takes the responsibility for the sins of this righteous one, Jonathan, and says, Don't kill him. We will take the punishment. Sometimes that will happen, but rarely will someone die for someone who is ungodly or unrighteous. But God so loved the world that he gave his
0: only son, that whoever would believe, even if they're kind of a scumbag, might have eternal life, right? So this grace is given to all of us,
1: even when we are not righteous, even when we are righteousness,
0: our unrighteous, Jesus is our righteousness. This is the good news of the gospel, right?
1: In Matthew, Jesus tells this parable about a wedding feast, Right. And uh, those who are the the fancy people, the to do people don't come to this wedding feast. And so the um, master of the house. uh, Oh, no, it's a king. So the king invites everyone, all the other people and fills the house so that those rich people who wanted who were originally invited are not allowed to go in. Right. As I was thinking about this, this is very on, on brand for July 4th, right? I was thinking of uh, that beautiful poem of the Colossus that is at the base of the Statue of Liberty. Bring to me your, your huddled masses wanting to be free, right? That is, that is the hope,
0: that is the um, ideal of what America is, is... That we want
1: people, regular people. We're going to give them the decision on who is their leaders. We're going to, um, to, to welcome them in, even if they maybe don't have anything. How many stories have we heard of immigrants coming in with you know 10 cents in their pocket and then building this business or, or whatever it is? Um, this is the, the wonder that is the United States of America. Um, the ability and the freedom that we have is, is pretty amazing, right? Um, so anyways, Jesus uh, tells the story about this, um, this king who welcomes all the huddled masses longing to be free into the, um, into the banquet. Then we also have this addition that Matthew has where the king is now walking through this uh, wedding banquet and finds someone who doesn't have the right clothes on and kicks them out. That's deeply troubling, right? So the question is, and this is, you know, the, the, there's lots of interpretations here, but the question is, is, is this uh, king,
0: does he personify God in this story, and does he continue to do so? So,
1: one interpretation is that, yes, he is God, right? Um, and he, God is the one who invites all into this kingdom, but that there are still standards, right? He sees this one, and they are not dressed appropriately. They are not dressed in the righteousness of Christ by a sort of extension. And so, they are thrust out into the outer darkness. There is a standard. There is punishment. On the other hand, it may also be that while we see um, the grace of God in this king, in the first act of welcoming all those in, we are meant to be jarred by the fact that he then goes in and all of these people he invites in, um, he sees one who maybe doesn't live up to his standards, and so he flips on that grace and kicks this person out. Maybe that's meant to be disturbing. Maybe that's meant to show us the, the stark contrast of what humans do and how humans act.
0: And make us wonder, well, does God really act that way? With the implication that, no, God does not actually
1: act that way. God is the one who is gracious. Um, Maybe it's to show us sometimes how we are those walking around in this party and saying, you know, you don't belong. Or it may be that there, there are indeed standards. There are reasons that we are allowed into this, um, this wedding feast. We are given grace, and yet if we go in and we have not changed, in the story, if we have not changed our clothes, if we are not made different by this experience, we don't deserve to be there. Lots of things there. Um, Matthew sometimes gives us, gives us these things to really chew on and, and try to figure out. Um, so, those are our readings for today. Let's go ahead and join together in prayer. Satisfy us with your love in the morning, and we will live this day in joy and praise. Almighty God, in Jesus Christ, you taught us to pray and to offer our petitions to you in his name. Guide us by your Holy Spirit that our prayers for others may serve your will and show your steadfast love through the same
0: Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for the world. God, our
1: creator, You made all things in your wisdom, and in your love you save us. We pray for the whole creation. Overthrow evil powers, right what is wrong, feed and satisfy all who hunger and thirst for justice, so that all your creation may joyfully sing your praises. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
0: Now let us pray for the church. Gracious God, you have called us to be the
1: church of Jesus Christ. Keep us one in faith and service, breaking bread together and proclaiming the good news to the world that all may believe you are love, to turn to
0: your ways and live in the light of your truth. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for peace. Eternal God, you sent us a Savior, Christ Jesus,
1: to break down the walls of hostility that divide us. Send peace on earth and put down greed, pride, and anger, which turn us against one another, nation against nation, race against race, brother against sister generation against generation. Speed the day when wars will end and the whole world accepts
0: your rule. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for those who govern us. Mighty God, sovereign over the nations, direct those who make, Administer and judge our laws. The President of the United States, Congress, the Supreme Court, state and local legislators, and public servants, and all others in authority
1: among us. Especially, we pray for Governor John Bell Edwards and Parish President Cynthia Li Shang. Guided by your wisdom, may they lead us in the way of righteousness. Eternal ruler, hope of all the earth, give vision to those who serve the United Nations, and to those who govern all countries, that with goodwill and justice they may rule in accord with your way and draw together a planet devoted to peace through Jesus Christ,
0: our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for those who give their lives to serve others.
1: Liberating God, you gave us freedom from sin through your own self-sacrifice. Thank you for those willing to die so that we might worship you freely and live in a society where law rules. Guard those who protect us with their lives, that
0: all people might know the freedom of your shalom. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for our enemies. O God, whom we cannot love unless we love our neighbors,
1: remove hate and prejudice from us and from all people so that your children may be reconciled with those who fear,
0: resent, or threaten, and live together in your peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for the sick. Merciful God, you
1: bear the pain of the world. Look with compassion on those who are
0: sick. For Pam, a friend of Bill's who recently suffered a stroke. For David, a friend of Jan Ann's recovering from surgery. For Freddie, who's having a new round of chemotherapy. For Kathy, a friend of Jan Ann's who is hospitalized. For Sally, a friend of Sandy's, diagnosed with cancer. For Jimmy, recovering from open-heart surgery. For Beverly, recovering from cataract surgery. And Anthony, Lynn's father, who is recovering from a perforated intestine. Cheer them by your word and bring healing as a sign of your grace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for those who mourn. God of comfort,
1: stand with those who sorrow, that they may be sure that neither death nor life, nor things present nor things to come, shall separate them from your love through Jesus Christ our Lord.
0: Be with the family and friends of Ben, co-worker and teammate of Dennis, and all those who are grieving. Let us pray for our loved ones. God of compassion, bless us and those
1: we love, our friends and families that, drawn close to you, we might, may be drawn closer to each other. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. God of all generations, we praise you for all your servants, who, having been faithful to you on earth, now live with you in heaven. Keep us in fellowship with them until we meet with all your children in the joy of your eternal kingdom. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Mighty God, whose word we trust, whose spirit enables us to pray, accept our requests and further those which will bring about your purpose for the earth, through Jesus Christ, who rules over all things, teaching us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. Now go out into the world in peace. Have courage. Hold on to what is good. Return no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. And help the suffering. Honor all people, love and serve the Lord, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you so much for joining me today for daily prayer. Join me tomorrow for some more. Like this video, share it with someone else, click on the subscription and the notification button, as well as going to our website, johncalvinchurch.org. Our liturgy today came from the worship service on July 4th from the Presbyterian Church USA, and our readings came from the New Revised Standard Version daily lectionary readings. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a very happy and safe July 4th weekend
0: and July 4th Independence Day. Thank you.